Hello and welcome to Forward, a podcast all about moving forward in the direction of our dreams. I am your host, Lydia Morales. So whether you are running, stumbling, or crawling forward, I am here for you. We're going to figure it out together and do amazing things. And make sure you sign up for my newsletter so you can get notified when a new episode airs and you'll get live updates and behind the scenes with me every week. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode on Forward. I am so happy for you to be joining us today, and I have an amazing guest for you as well, who happens to be someone I've known from middle school. So it's pretty cool. It's Kevin Aguilar, uh, aka Doodle Kev Illustrations. He is a traditional pen and ink artist who dabbles in themes such as horror, folklore, and the occult. So Kevin, thank you for being here. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me on this awesome show. And it was it was really great to run into you again after so many years, too. You know, right? thank you. Yeah. It's just funny how that happened. We ran into each other at a bookstore and now he's on my show. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. How are you doing? How's everything? Pretty good. Things are going well. I'm just so excited for people to hear your story and hear what you've been up to. So why don't we dive in and you just give us a quick overview as to what you do and what your life looks like right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, um, my my illustration business is called Doodle Cab Illustrations. And I illustrate using a technique called stippling, where it, the first thing you'll notice about my artwork is that it's, it's, a, it's in black and white. And I use, yeah, like a, a technique called stippling, where I use lots of little dots to create my shading. And um, the second thing you'll notice about my artwork is that it's it's probably something you shouldn't show your grandmother because it is very, uh, it's kind of more on the morbid side. Um, but that's just me. I, I very much enjoy my uh, my horror and stuff like that. I love my movies and all that good stuff. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been drawing for years by my whole life, but it wasn't until uh, just a few years ago where I decided, you know what, I really do want to try and make this a career, not just something recreational anymore, because um, I've explored various art forms over the years, and illustration has always sort of just been there while others have kind of come and gone so uh yeah i offer my if i'm not selling my original artwork i'm also selling like stickers and you know prints with my artwork on them so yeah i i I love what i do i love creating these you know things that i would be creating with or without this you know business going on and then i love sharing it online with like-minded people who are also into you know spooky stuff so um, yeah, and then and what's great is I I love being able to send out my orders and stuff like that with a little personalized message because um, I may be jumping ahead here, but something I never really realized was or something I didn't really expect to happen was um, the people I interact with online. They're just so supportive and and uh, just really kind. So I, I love kind of giving back to them as, as much as possible. Cause you know, with whatever it is you do, the people who are the people who are going to be backing you up the entire way. I mean, there's no, it, it's kind of like you, you don't get anywhere without the support of others, I guess is all I'm trying to say. So, and so it's been a really uh, great ride. It's been really awesome being able to interact with those supportive people online as well. While I, while I do my thing that I love. Yeah. I think that's so incredible because a lot of times we, we do have something we love to do, something we're passionate about. And then 
once we realized, hey, I can probably share this with other people and, you know, put it online to sell and whatnot, we don't realize the impact we're having on others as well. You might be thinking, oh, it's just, you know, art and stickers. It's like, no, people love this stuff. They love the genre, you know, especially with horror. Who doesn't love a good horror movie, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and just being able to connect with like-minded people. I thought, it, you know, some, I thought some people were going to be, but be nice, but it's been so great to the point where people actually like, like they know my wife, Tiffany, because um, I'll do my live streams and people will be so engaging. They'll be like, Oh, how's, how's the wife, you know, or how's uh, we have a, we have a bearded dragon named pudding and people even ask about how he's doing you know, because they've they've been so interactive with it. It's been really wonderful. It's been it's a it's a really weird feeling to describe, but it, it's wonderful at the end of the day. It really is. Ah, because those are almost like your super fans. That's like the community you're building around what you do. And just having that support, you're like, oh my God, I want to like you said, you want to give them the best of you. And exactly. It, it really does drive us. You want to just give so much to people who are so supportive. And I think mm-hmm important to remember that at the end of the day like you said they're the ones that are helping us grow they're the ones that are there through the whole process aren't they absolutely and you know it, it doesn't matter if you have you know three people watching or 300 people watching it's it's the, the quality of the people who are behind you the whole way not the not the quantity so i, I think that's really easy to forget um for some people but i mean you know to anybody watching you know those it's like that it's like that thing going around where it's like oh to the three people who are always liking my stuff you know do you want something from the gas station it's just like no as funny as that is it's true it's better to have three people who are like just behind you 100 percent than you know however many thousand followers you you got and no one says anything to you It, it 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 really is just quality over quantity it really is Agree a hundred percent because it's really just finding your super fans, like I was saying earlier, it's just so important because then you always have that support and it really is something you, you don't expect, like you said, coming into this journey. Because at first you're like, Well, who's gonna comment? Who's gonna who's gonna wanna like be on this journey with me? And then you're so surprised that so many people want to. Isn't that crazy? Exactly. Yeah, because because when you dive into your passions, you know, again, that that's something a passion, something that you would do no matter what the outcome is, you know, good or bad. It's just something you kind of have to, to to do to scratch that itch. And so, yeah, it, it means the world when you can find those like minded people to, to back you up as you go along. Yeah. No, I, I love that so much. But why don't you take me to the very beginning? Like, how did this whole journey start? Because I've seen your art and it's incredible. Oh, and thank you. Like, it's awesome. So I want to know, how did this get started and what kept you going? Oh, man. So um, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to keep it simple. But um, yeah, like I, I, I've loved art my, my entire life and I've always I've always drawn and it's it, I was never like great in school or anything like that but I think when it when it came to report cards growing up like the one thing pe- teachers always said you know to me were was uh oh you know he he's great with art you know he's he's a wonderful artist and I I really appreciated that after they got past oh you know but he should speed up with his reading or he should you know study a bit more uh that was always prevalent and I always really felt that growing up and so 
Um, I've dabbled in other artwork as well. You know, I, I love uh, film as well. I'm a, I'm a big horror movie guy. I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to do direct movies and screenwrite and stuff like that. And um, I think it wasn't until I, I was, I was pursuing uh, a degree in film for a while. And then it wasn't until I started working at this, um, at this online training firm office where I sort of slowed down with my schooling. I slowed down with film and then I just kind of, I got into the groove of, you know, a, a nine to five. It was more like seven to four kind of thing. But um, I got a job at this office and, you know, we all got to do our thing. It pays the bills and stuff, stuff like that. And as I was working there, what kind of kept me, what kind of kept me sane uh, was still going back to my illustrations. I started going on Instagram around 2014 and I thought to myself, oh, you know, I'll, I'll make this a fun little recreational page. And I started doing something called a doodle of the day. And I, I just did a little quick drawing, you know, based on a cartoon or something that I liked and I posted it and, you know, so on and so forth. And as time went on, I started attending like conventions and stuff like that. And I was really inspired by people who were in the artist alleys selling their, you know, their prints and their, their merchandise of, of their artwork. And I thought that was super cool. I had never really thought about that. And so I started thinking like, okay, what are some things that I need to genuinely improve in, in my artwork to then feel comfortable enough to, to offer this to someone to, to buy with their money? So I started doing that. And little by little, it just started building up. Like I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do Instagram. I'll start to do more serious work. I'll start to format it the way in, in a way that would work better on social media and stuff like that. And then um, to kind of fast forward a little bit, I opened up my shop, my online shop in uh, 2018 or 2019, the date, uh, the date escapes me, but um, I started offering, you know, my, my stuff online. And then something that happens to all of us, I think, is that we, we get, when you, when you work a job that takes up a lot of your time, but it pays the bills, you, you start to get comfortable with that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think we all kind of, it all happens to all of us, but we all got to pay the bills and we all got to eat. But comfort kind of distracts from chasing the dream. I think so. And it, it makes it tougher to create those risks or to take those risks to keep the dream alive. Now, some, and, then, and then something that also impacted me, well, not just me, but the entire world was obviously uh, COVID. So fast forward to 2020, um, COVID hits and I start working from home. I, you know, I, I take home this, this laptop and start, you know, doing my like little like Zoom meetings with my office and things like that. And the work started trickling in less and less. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people listening have similar stories, unfortunately. And then uh, one day I, I got the inevitable call from one of my higher ups saying like, oh, you know what? We're so sorry. We, we have to let you go. And this was after six years of working there. And it was so funny getting that phone call from this uh it was a lady in accounting, very nice lady. Um, but because it was so rare to get a phone call from her, I like instinctually put it on speaker. And when she dropped the news, you know, like my wife was right there. And I'll, I'll never forget just how uh, freaked out we got to, to got it because we didn't expect this. Again, that, that comfort, we kind of got into that cycle, at least uh, me mentally, you know. And th though, you know, COVID was so devastating for so many people, and, you know, I don't want to belittle anybody's experience, negative experience with it. I, I, I will say, you know, with it sort of deciding for me, okay, I no longer have this option. 
what are you going to do? It, it presented an opportunity for me to be like, you know what, like, let's find the silver lining in this. Like you, you've hated that job for, for so long. And just to, just to kind of elaborate on that. Yeah. It was just a very classic cliche office culture kind of thing. And that's just not my, it's not my cup of tea. And, you know, and so nobody knew that more than my wife, Tiffany. So when we kind of calmed down from everything, from the initial impact, she was just like, you know what, you, you come home and you talk about how you feel lobotomized uh, working there. So why not take this opportunity to like, just go for it. Just, just go for it. Finally commit the time you have to artwork and do something with this, you know, because you, you squeeze it in when you can, but uh, that, that, that comfort is no longer there. Like it was very much a sink or swim situation. And what was so funny about it was that like mere days before I got that phone call, letting me go, I had, I was talking to, to Tiffany, just telling her, yeah, you know, I need to really invest in a, in a scanner and a printer for my art business. Cause I'm not going to be at that office forever. Like I really hope not. And what do you know, a few days later, the, the decision was made for me. And so yeah, fate has a funny way of doing that. And yeah, ever since then, I, I took that I took that year where the world was just trying to stay safe and recover. I took the time to really just focus on my craft finally. And I, I got a TikTok account, uh, something I didn't think I was going to do. And it um, it really took off. It really took off. I had a few videos do really well. And from that, I built my own little community and I started streaming and people started joining in and asking questions. And I was like, wow, there, there really is an audience for this. And it felt so stagnant trying to squeeze that in um, between my old office job. And guess what? When you have time, you, you can actually make things happen. So it was just amazing to finally see this starting to feel more and more real. I, I don't know, as, as, as time went on, I started getting regulars, you know, checking in and stuff like that, who weren't just like, you know, my, my family. And don't get me wrong, you know, obviously friends and family are going to be the people who like push you and, and and get you to start but then to get total strangers coming in too it, it was it was really crazy so yeah to, to kind of wrap it up yeah that's that's sort of the the rough start of how everything really started to to, to pick up and, and and take off was COVID it did present that opportunity where it's like okay sink or swim how hungry are you for this you know seriously like is is this gonna be your 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 side hustle forever or is this something you're gonna really want to buckle down and, and do something with because you have to decide now yeah. and yeah yeah I, I i don't look i don't look back at it at all with any regret you know i i'm, I'm part-time now I, I i picked up something since and that's actually you know that's how we met <laughs> you came into my 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 work and i actually really enjoy my job now i really do but you know the goal is to get back into being a full-time artist at some point so yeah without without blabbering any further yeah that's that's pretty much how we got to this point that is so incredible and it is really insane how life really just happens to us sometimes yeah we can stay stagnant with an idea for so long thinking one day we'll do this and then life kind of just hits you and you're like oh god i have to do this now <laughs> like exactly exactly and, and you have to be honest with yourself it's just like are you hungry enough to, to do this because it's not going to be easy not, nothing worth doing really ever is mm -hmm. and so but, but, you know, again, it's kind of like, um, I like to think that I live in the middle of, of passion and um, a job. I like to truly think I have a career with my artwork. And again, a passion is something that you would do no matter what. A job is just sort of something you do to, to pay the bills. And there's a lot of responsibility there that you probably wouldn't want to have otherwise. But when you have a career, 
you know, it's, it's the best of both worlds. You enjoy the upkeep and the responsibilities that go into having a legitimate business that involves your, 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 your passion. So I, I think remembering that and living in the center of that is, is really crucial to, to what I do. And I think to, you know, anyone who wants to pursue a, a true career. I think you summarize that so well between passion and, and a job. That's really cool because it's true. You love what you do, but at the end of the day, it's that you're also providing a source of income so you can live, live. Off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and even on your, on your off days when it's not looking so great, like you, you have to kind of find it in yourself to, to, to keep, just keep moving forward. Cause again, you know, anybody will tell you like art, guess what, you know, art isn't the most lucrative of business. I don't think anybody ever gets into it because of the fame and fortune. But again, it's it's something you just kind of have to do. And again, if you want to treat it seriously, you have to then incorporate the responsibilities of, okay, well, if you're a business, you, you have to now learn how to manage social media. You have to learn how to connect with clients and stuff like that. If you want commissions, you have to learn how to, um, you know, settle disputes, you know, for refunds and stuff like that. Or, you know, just make sure the people who are supporting you, they feel heard, they feel seen. You know, it, it's, it's all that stuff. It, it really is. And if if some of it isn't for you, you know, you're going to find that out really quickly, I, I think. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many components to it, but I think your journey is so, it's just amazing how you're like, yes, I have the hunger for it. Let's do it. You have the, you know, the support of your wife, which is incredible. And you're just going all in on it, you know, while everyone was already having to be home anyway during that time. But I think it's just so incredible that you were able to grow that in that sense, especially after, you know, getting the phone call from HR. So I think it was really cool that you're like, okay, I have this thing, I'm going to do it. And it, it took off. I think that's amazing. And that so many people are going to be looking up to you because I'm sure so many people want to do that, you know, and they're not doing it. No, exactly. I mean, you only, we're only on this planet for so long, you know, like if, if we have to, if we have to, you know, pay bills and, you know, make money, you might as well do it doing something that you love. I don't know. That's, that's the goal for me ultimately. So, you know, if you're, if you're watching this, like, like, please go for it in, in some form or another, it doesn't matter if you make millions, you know, if you can put money in your gas tank, that, that's great, you know, or whatever is you know just just get it started monetary gain isn't even necessarily important as long as you are just going for it just I, again we're only on this planet for so long why wouldn't you yeah and like i said the whole feeling of you know you, you get used to being comfortable yeah you no longer see what it would be like to take that risk and be uncomfortable for a bit to explore something new so i think it's really cool that you mentioned that and you know, it's so true that time goes by so fast and we're here for such a short little while. Time moves well, right? What else are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's ultimately what I've decided with this uh, with this journey of mine is to just remember how much I love art to always keep it a part of me. Mm -hmm. But, hey, you know, I, I got to eat too. So, yeah, I'll, I'll make it work somehow or another. And I, and I have so many people like telling me that it, it is possible. So, you know, I really have them to thank for it too. Oh, that is awesome. And can you let us know what are some of the core things that got you to where you are today? Because I feel like there was there was so much that got you to where you are, but I know. <laughs> yeah, I can I can absolutely uh try and try and break down a few of those those core things. Um uh, a big thing again is just is just truly being 
honest with yourself. And and that goes for so many aspects of it, whether, you know, you're being honest with yourself, okay, how badly do I want to make this a part of my life to the point where, yeah, it's a career, you know, to little things like, okay, be honest with yourself. Do you, do you like this art piece or do you think it sucks? And do you want to start on the next one? You know, I, I, that's a, that's a big thing for me is just being honest with myself. But another major thing is to keep it fun. I think when it comes to practicing artwork, you know, it's a, it's a discipline. It it truly is. You have to, you have to commit to it. You have to learn your fundamentals. I know there's, you have to learn the rules of art to then break them. But a lot of people, they jump to the, oh, I'm going to just break the rules, whatever is this art. Like, and 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 that's true. I, I agree to it to an extent, but I do think it's truly important to give it the respect it deserves and, and learn these disciplines, but you know, it needs to be fun. So I, if I need to practice my, you know, lighting on something or, you know, if I need to learn perspective, I will choose something that I need to, like, I wanted to practice, I wanted to practice uh, drawing fur on animals. So I drew a capybara, you know, I, I think they're cute and adorable. So yeah, I worked on a capybara um, and I gave him a little like executioner hat. So just to make it fun, but I got my practice in. So um, yeah, have, keeping things fun has been a, a huge, a huge core value in uh doodle kev illustrations um also acknowledging when it's time to kind of take a second to to refuel because you know i i think though you have to keep the the hustle alive you know you really do there's um you know toxic hustle culture is a is a is a thing for a reason if you if i start to notice the dial going more towards like if i'm living in career and i see it going towards job that means it's like okay i feel like i have to if i'm drawing stuff that isn't for me anymore and it's for like other people to kind of like um if i'm drawing something i feel people will like rather than something i want to draw you know that that's an issue there and if i continue that cycle it will it will turn my career into a job and that's no good so i think with anything you can do that so it's a fine line to walk so that's that's a huge core value in in what i do is keeping things keeping things fun yeah i think you touched on something really important it's the whole um if i draw something because i think other people will like it that's I feel like that for a lot of us can like kill our soul a little bit when you start doing things just because you're like, oh, maybe this will sell. It's like, no, what will sell is what you love. Exactly. And if it doesn't, you know, that's fine too, but you're doing this for, you're doing this for your soul, you know, in the first place. So yeah. Yeah. Like-minded people will come just, just do what you, what you feel like doing. Cause again, otherwise it becomes a job. It really does. Yeah, and then there's, it, like you said, it's not fun at that point, and then it just feels like it's just dragging, and I'm sure that your art takes a long time, because I've seen it, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I'm going to be, if I'm going to be committing, like, eight hours to, like, a stupid piece of paper, you know, I better be having a nice time with it, otherwise it's going in the shredder, so, yeah. Yes, exactly, so I, I really love that you said that, because it's so important, and I think that, um, you know, artists like yourselves and, and others listening, you know, they might get stuck in that. The whole, I'm, I'm not good. I don't want to draw this, but, you know, these people might like it. So I really want to just touch on that more because I want to make sure that they don't make that mistake too. Because, oh my God, it's so easy. It's so easy to get drawn into that. It, it, it really is. And, you know, with, with what I illustrate, um, it especially more so on, on TikTok, yeah, uh, something that my that I've learned from my a lot of my artist friends, you know, is that they'll get their accounts banned for for illustrating the things they do. I, I have um, peers, you know, who are in the like horror artist community 
where they'll get their hand slapped by, you know, whatever social media platform they're on because, oh, you drew something that was deemed inappropriate or, or whatever, but it's, it's all art at the end of the day. And something that I've seen people struggle with is, okay, should I draw safer artwork to display on social media? And it's just kind of like, I know it's hard to market, but if this is something that you want to draw, like, like, no, just, just stick to it and make it work somehow. You know, it's so easy to feel discouraged by, you know, algorithms and yeah, you know, people telling you like, oh, your work is inappropriate or stuff like that. I've received that comment as well. Absolutely. But if the, if there's an inkling in you to, to create what it is that you want to create, you know, you, you can't listen to these other voices. You can't, otherwise, again, you become stunted and it just, again, confines it to a job. No, for sure. And it's just, just following your passion too. You know, there's a lot, there's always going to be things that are going to be like obstructions, like something in your way and just sticking to who you are and what you want to do. I think it's really important regardless of the algorithm, regardless of, you know, things like that, because at the end of the day, we go back to like, it's your life and it's your art and it's what you want to do. So exactly. And with this whole journey, I feel like your journey has been like almost your whole life because you've been doing art for a very, very long time. Um, and besides the, you know, having the super fans, what were some other things you weren't expecting from this whole journey? Oh, man. Um, I feel like it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, something I didn't really expect from this from this journey. Um, I mean... Yeah, I, I've been touching upon it, but it's it, it really is just being able to connect with those people. I did not expect people to, you know, comment on, you know, a, a video of like, go on a live stream video and then have people specifically asking me like, oh, how was your pet lizard's vet visit? You know, because <laughs> people are so nice and they follow up and like they, they hear what they're hearing what I'm saying and they, they follow up. So that was unexpected. Um, let's see. Um something something else um it's hard to say i think i think that was the most mind-blowing thing yeah if i come up with something else i i will let you know but yeah i think that was the more impactful one for sure okay cool yeah i was just curious in case there was something else but no definitely the support definitely the people standing behind you is something really unexpected so we i love that well, you know actually sorry real quick i did think of something uh it, it's slightly more negative but something I didn't expect was I, I, I've loved this scary stuff for a long time and I've never had nightmares or anything like that. But as of like maybe the past two years, it's been sort of biting me in the butt a little bit because um, I'll, I'll be like reading like a scary story or something like that. Or I'll be reading about, you know, Mothman or, you know, some spooky creature that was seen. And I always feel silly, but, you know, I'll have I'll have nightmares about like garden gnomes. And then my my poor wife will like she'll wake me up because I'm like literally asleep going like uh, uh, and then and then she'll wake me up. I never expected to be the person to like oh yeah I get not to sound so edgy but I sound like uh, like oh I get nightmares you know because of my the stuff I research sometimes you know it doesn't happen all the time but I guess that is something that I didn't really expect because I I've been so accustomed to like just really enjoying spooky stuff. I didn't think it was going to do that to me, but it caught up to me, I guess, finally. So that's a little something. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally about like garden gnomes. It's not even like that scary. So 
yeah it just shows you how immersed you are in it your subconscious is like we're gonna think about it while he's dreaming now like I, I guess so exactly you have been with this art for a long time and I love that you now have the community behind you and everything just I feel like everything is just coming together just from what, what you've been saying and how things are, are moving so I love that you're moving forward in your own way and that you have the support of, of so many people there and hopefully you know your fan base keeps growing and everything and um I can't wait for the listeners to check out your art because I'm going to be adding it to the website too so when they click on here they can see your art too but I think it'll be really cool for them to, to have that but what what do you do going to like mindset a little bit like what do you do when you begin to feel stuck in either your business or your life oh man you know I was waiting for this one because I I am to be honest I'm, I'm kind of currently stuck so it was actually really great running into you for that reason because um I, I've been a little stuck just because you know the grind of like my other job is kind of getting to me you know and and just stuff outside of life has really been distracting from my work so to answer that um is to uh, a, a habit I'm trying to develop is just doing at least one thing a day for for the business no matter how big or small don't belittle it if it's, if it's smaller it's not a big deal mm -hmm. you just do some, something to take one more step forward and that could be as simple as you know reposting something uh, uh, an art piece that you're proud of mm -hmm. or that could be as simple as like you know if I'm working um I'll take out a sticky note and write the name of a movie that I think will be inspiring for my work. Um, little things like that. It doesn't matter how recreational it is. It'll feed back into your creativity in one way or another. I think that's super important. And um, again, it, it sounds simple, but it goes, it'll go a long way. It really will. Another thing is just to truly understand if you need to step away for a second and something I do on the side when I'm feeling a little too burnt out with artwork is I have a, I have a secondary, I have a second channel. Uh, it's more recreational. It's, it's, it's for Pokemon. I, I know you commented on the Pikachu in the background, yeah. but um, I have, I just have just like toys, you know, yeah. that I like to show on um, social media. And so I'll, I'll do a little video just showing a little collectible I have. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, that encourages me to take the pressure off of creating for social media, you know, for, for doodle cab illustrations. And I can just do something for this little recreational channel, but I am creating something, you know, I I'm still formatting it for social media. So it's a nice little exercise without the pressure. I'm having fun. And then after I'm done with that, I can be like, Oh, you know what? I can take that idea and apply it to my business mm -hmm. and kind of refresh my batteries like that. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it's it's just don't let yourself fall into the, the toxic grind, you know, understand when it's when it's time to, like, take a second and, and but don't feel bad for it either, because guess what? You'll, pr you'll probably be thinking about it anyways. And then the second you can get back to it, you'll feel good and refreshed. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm going to try and get back into that group because, yeah, I have been feeling a little stuck as of lately. I'll get out of it though I promise yeah no I believe in you and I, I really like that you touched on that because it's it's true you know we get so into it and you know feeling stuck is just so common it happens to all of us every now and then so I really love that you have those outlets of you know step taking a step back and doing something fun or just you know doing something tiny 
for your business every day. And I think that's that's really cool because at least that way you don't feel like, oh my God, I haven't done anything in a week. You're like, no, I did something tiny every day that, you know, it's it's just something to kind of keep the a little ball rolling in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's not it's not groundbreaking advice, but it, it really is easy to forget to do that. You know, it it, it really is. So never underestimate uh, the power of just like little micro actions throughout your day for the sake of your, your passion. No, for sure. And I always, you know, encourage people to take little steps to to move them forward. So that that's a great step because it's something that's not you know, it's not painful to do. It's not something huge we're asking you to do. So I just like love that idea so much. And, you know, with the whole stepping back, I have found that it's so important for people that have a business to do that because almost um, so many people say that when I ask them that question, they're like, I have to step back for a minute. And, you know, because that really is, I think the key, you know, it, when you step back and you don't think about it, like you said, you're doing your fun thing. That's when more ideas flow or that's when you get into this um, creativity state or you get inspired because you're having fun and you're not stressing about the thing that is like looming over you. So I really, really do like that you said that because it's a really great reminder and I don't think we can hear it enough to take that time to for a minute to step back and do something else and like give yourself some space for a little bit you know exactly and and uh, I love that word looming you know if if you're describing your your business or your you know your passion as looming over you that's a problem mm-hmm. you know it, it it really is it it shouldn't get to that point and you know don't let the guilt that you feel as you kind of step away from from your passion like this this discourage you from taking it easy for like a second because you, you'll get right back to it. it it don't you know don't listen to any of these um you know hustle bros on on their podcast talking about you, you, you know like oh yeah yeah you know i i sleep about 30 minutes a day and just get back to the grind you know you're an idiot if you don't do that too so yeah <laughs> um yeah don't 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 let the guilt get to you you're you're human Otherwise, you'll mentally decompose. And then again, you might as well just be working an office job. So, yeah. See, there you go. That's another really good point. You don't want to get to, you want to get to that point. And it's so true. We're so surrounded by the mentality of you have to hustle and grind. And that if you don't say you're busy all the time, that you're doing something wrong because you're supposed to be busy all the time. And I feel like we're slowly starting to break away from that because we're realizing that that's not good for your physical or your mental health or for your art or for your business. You're just going to burn out and then there's going to, there's not going to be a business. I think that slowly more people are listening that it's okay to take a little breather. So yes, <laughs> listen to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't, don't let it become a job. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I love that so much. And I got to ask you what, what advice do you have that want to follow in your footsteps for people that see you are like, Oh my God, I want to do the same thing as Kevin. Like what advice do you have for them? Oh my God. Don't follow my footsteps. I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> please. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I mean, you know, not to repeat myself, just uh, be on as, as, you know, uh, after school special as it sounds, you know, just, just be yourself and <laughs> uh, be honest with yourself. Seriously. Like, 
how how badly do you want it how um do, do you want to live in the center of you know passion and job like do you, do you truly want a career with, with what it is that you know drives you or do you want to keep it that passion do it recreationally when when you want to and you know don't don't think twice about monetization like it doesn't matter and then keep it that way but just be honest with yourself or if it's something that you know oh the second i put a price tag on it like i'm gonna i'm gonna burn out like okay then yeah obviously don't don't do it or mm -hmm. again just just be honest with yourself please um another thing though is again just remember one step at a time if, if you can't commit you know seven hours a day to it commit 20 minutes to it. it it's don't belittle the time that you can spend it, you you have the time you can sit down and do 20 minutes of artwork or whatever it is and then go about your other responsibilities mm -hmm. really don't don't belittle that i think that's like I, I can't i can't emphasize that enough yeah oh that's so good i think that it's gonna help a lot of people to hear that advice especially when someone's starting off it's kind of like you don't know you don't know what you don't know yeah, seriously, seriously. So I think hearing from you in that sense, I think it's going to be very helpful for them and hopefully they take it to heart and they go follow you and everything. <laughs> go stalk Kevin if you want to <laughs> do his art. Yeah. Oh, and then, and then also, you know, uh, be active in your community. Like, you know, it, it's not enough to just put your own stuff out there. You have to actively seek out people that inspire you and be like, Hey, I'm right here too. Like, I, I see you doing your thing. Like, this is this is great work. Like, let let them know that you appreciate their work, and it'll drive them. You have to give back to your community. That's so important. Um, after you know, take care of yourself, sure, but then also understand that, like, yeah, like make make sure those people are seen because otherwise, you're not gonna once you've committed once you've made this journey, you know, you're not gonna get anywhere else if you're not taking care of your people. Make sure they're heard. You know, and then make sure the people who are inspiring you, like, let them know that they are. Yeah. Like, seriously, it, it, it goes a long way, I promise. Oh, no, that's really good. Because if you're already in that world, might as well, right? Try to make, you know, friends with it. Try to support others and let them know that you're doing the same thing and that it's really cool that you're in that path together. So I, I love that advice because it's very easy for us to be like, I have to focus on my Instagram on my business yes. it's like well there's kind of other people out there too <laughs> exactly and you know um just just see what other people are doing because you'll be like everything I've learned I've basically learned from other artists online you know um just just please be a part of that community and let people know that oh hey I'm, I'm here too and it, and it creates if anything it'll kind of create like a healthy like like mental competition too. I, I think, I don't think it, uh, I don't think that's um, a bad thing at all because if anything, it's just kind of like, I, I have these awesome artists who I think are like 10 times better than me. I'm just, and I'm looking at their work and I'm like, oh man, like what are they doing to get so damn good? I'm like, what, are, what am I not doing? I'm like, you know what? I should study more. Like I, it, it pushes you like that too. And I don't, as long as you're just doing that with it and not like beating yourself down, being like, I'll never be as good as them. You know, I, I think there's a healthy way to look about other people's work and be like, I can get there too, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's more of a inspirational and kind of a, a motivator to, to grow and, and to be better in what it is that you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that so much. And please 
let people know where they could go find out your Instagram and where you're at so they can go follow you and go say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can find me um, on Instagram and TikTok. Those are those are my two big ones. Um, just at Doodle Kev, um, Doodle and then KEV. Um, yeah, and you know from there, uh, I have I have Linktree links on um, both those platforms that will take you to my shop or you know the other social media platforms. My email is there too, DoodleKevIllustrations at gmail.com. I take I take commissions, so if you're ever uh, curious to maybe get a personal piece, I would love to see if I'm the artist for you. So yeah, feel free to, to, to reach out. Absolutely. Especially if you like spooky stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> for sure. So I'll make sure I have all the links in the show notes so you guys can go say hi to Kevin and just send him some support. That'd be really great. And Kevin, it has been amazing hearing your story and just really seeing how far you've come I think we were like 14 the last time I saw you. So it's pretty cool. Seriously. Oh my God. Last <laughs> time, I think, I think you were just kicking ass on the lacrosse team during PE, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like last time we were talking and then, yeah, it was just so wonderful to run into you again, Lydia, seriously. And then for you to have me on your show. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. It was great having you on and I loved hearing your story. Um, so to everyone listening, thank you so much. We'll see you again next Monday. And yes, go say hi to Kevin, okay? <laughs> and, and and listen to all of Lydia's uh, shows and every episode and tell her she's great. Otherwise, oh. otherwise I will, um, I'll, I'll write a strongly worded letter to you telling you to do it otherwise. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, bye you guys. Take care. Today's episode was sponsored by my Create Daily Joy course on Udemy, where you can learn how to put yourself first and find the path to a happier you. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you know where the next one airs and feel free to tell a friend about it as well. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.